Welcome to another episode of the Cajun Conservative, the first episode of 2022. You know what? We talk about life, we talk about liberty, and talk about the pursuit of happiness, and yes, showing the world that Cajuns do have intelligence. Hope everyone's having a good day, a good week, a good start to 2022. Glad to start your first week off or wherever you're listening at. As always, go check us out on Rumble, Google, Spotify, and Apple Podcasting. You also can find us on Anchor.fm. Just type in the Cajun Conservative after Anchor.fm with a slash. You can also find me on the web at thecajunconservativeshow.wordpress.com. You can go ahead and find out some good things about your good-looking host, and you can go ahead and read, get every latest episode. I had a couple of problems this week. Apparently, it's some of the... Uh, the the new year so we didn't get the last episodes there but if you go to the the episode tab they should be there found that out this week um also go check out the merchandise at bjsmediastore.com bjsmediastore.com you can find shirts you can find hats you can find all uh kitchenware you can find all kind of stuff there just go check out the Cajun Conservative Store, the BJS Media Store.com. BJS Media Store.com. Hope everyone had a good uh, New Year's Eve. I know I did. Sat outside, had fun around the campfire with the family, and just welcome in New Year's with people you love. You know, my, my kids usually don't stay up that late, but um, uh, my two oldest ones stood up late with us. I think that's the first time they ever did that. And uh, like I said, they were jumping outside the trampoline. And typical Louisiana weather, though, guys. You know, right now, if you're listening to this anytime near uh, January 2nd of 2022, um, you would notice that it is getting extremely cold. By the time you listen to this on Monday morning, it is going to be extremely cold at I think it's going to drop down to the 30s here in Louisiana. And like I said, typical Louisiana, we're wearing shorts on New Year's Eve. Now we got to go to jackets and sweatpants. That's all right, though. God got everything under control, and we're ready to roll. So, all right, guys. So let, let's start off this week. Let's. Um, so as everyone knows, Christmas passed, and Christmas is a time of rejoicing. It is a, is a time of, of giving, um, giving to people or to receive love and for, foremost to remember our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Well, this week after Christmas, we had a big boom in the liberal world. Apparently, they're offended again by Let's Go Brandon. Let's give you a little bit of backstory. Let's go to the beginning of Let's Go Brandon. Let's Go Brandon started when an NASCAR driver won a race and the anchor said, hey, did you, don't you hear all your fans yelling Let's Go Brandon? But in reality, weeks prior to that, they were chanting F Joe Biden. I'm not going to repeat the language because this is a family-friendly show and I like to go ahead and keep this G-rated as much as possible. But the chant was going around, and the reason the chant came out was because Joe Biden has been messing up the country, and, you know, we we had, you know, people that, that wanted to express themselves, and we, we live in an ungodly time with an ungodly nation, unfortunately, people don't respect the presidency of the United States. And look, I'm not, I'm not saying Biden isn't 
doing a good job, doing a bad job. Cause he is folks. And we're about to explain a few things that he has done and him and Kamala Harris, uh, Kamala Harris, one of her biggest failures in this administration is her that she hasn't traveled enough that broke out last week. And I wish I had that problem, folks. I really wish I had the problem of not traveling enough, but anyway, but um, back to let's go, Brandon. But the country started this chant. And back to what I was saying, I don't think it's proper to call any president, Democrat, Republican, independent, whoever your political party or your political stance are. I don't think it's right to call or use the phrase F the president of the United States. I do not agree with President Joe Biden and what he's doing. And a lot of his policies are on the wrong side of the aisle. But he is still the president of the United States. And we should respect him as the president of the United States of America. I do not. I still believe 81 million people did not vote for Joe Biden. But he is still labeled the president of the United States. And I would not let that, those words out of my mouth. I'm different than a lot of conservatives, though. But let go, Brandon, is a clean way to say that, hey, we don't like your job. Or we don't like how you're doing your job. Anyway, so the chant uh, F Joe Biden was going around all throughout the nation. So at, at this NASCAR race, a driver called Brandon, don't even know his last name. While they was doing the interview with him after he won the race, you could hear the fans in the back clearly say F Joe Biden. But... The news anchor, being obvious liberal, said, hey, don't you hear everyone chanting your name and saying, let's go, Brandon? So that's where the slur came from. As the media would say, the, the phrase or the slur, which we, there, there's a reason why I'm saying it like that, folks, because the left wing media has tried to label this a uh, racist, conservative slur to the president of the United States. But anyway, I believe it was on Christmas Eve. The president of the United States were sitting down with the first lady and they were tracking Santa Claus. And for the children, they were accepting phone calls. Well, a father called in and wanted to talk to the president of the United States. And he made the comment. He said, you have a Merry Christmas and let's go, Brandon. Now, of course, the president of the United States talking before thinking as he normally does said oh yeah let's go brandon he didn't even realize what he said now the media has come up in arms because of this some in the media as like nbc news this is from the daily in their article nbc news calls let go brandon a right wing slur you had um, the you had disgraced CBS anchor on Friday, Dan Ryder, rip for "Let's Go Brandon." Take sit down, he said. Now, if you go ahead and listen to Dan Ryder, that was the one on last Friday. This story has been breaking out throughout the whole whole week, folks, and I have my opinion on it. I honestly do. But Fox News went ahead and wrote an article about the Dan Ryder incident. Dan Ryder. Um, take on uh, Let's Go Brian says sit down after attempting to uh, dunk on the Let's Go Brandon fans disgrace CBS anchor Dan Ryder face a uh, dunking of his own late Wednesday night Randall tweeted out that t- t- on his take on the popular Let's Go Brandon phase that he has been used as a rebuff against President Biden um, Dan Ryder twi- tweeted this. Let's go, Brandon. Really means you can't handle the truth. 
The quote came as from a, uh, uh, excuse me, the quote came as a form of ironic, ironic for some Twitter users as rather previously stepped down from CNN's position as a CBS anchor after airing a story that contended an allegations forced documents to question President Bush's service in the National Guard. Don't you remember that, folks? Dan Rather said that people that, quote, let's go Brandon can't handle the truth, but this man forged documents to try to make President Bush look bad. That's why he really left CBS, not because he was a famous news anchor and he wanted to retire and spend time with his family, or he would have stayed out of the media business. He's still in it. But let's go back to this, folks. Father, A father calls the president and says, let's go, Brandon. He said on that piece, this is from the Daily Wire, threatening phone calls. Father who said, let's go, Brandon, on Christmas called with Biden says he only meant to voice his frustration. Ladies and gentlemen, there's a lot of people in America that does not like Joe Biden. When this phrase F Joe Biden first came about, this is I, this was one of my suspicions that 81 million people did not vote this president into office because you never heard Donald Trump going to a stadium and they quoted F President Trump. All you would hear was USA, USA. People love Donald Trump. But what's sad is the mainstream media didn't like him. Now that the people don't like Biden and the mainstream media does, they're trying to cover for him. They're trying to hide. Let's go, Brandon. I haven't really talked that much about let's go, Brandon. I have said it on the podcast multiple times, but they don't like this because this puts President Biden in a bad light. Now they're using the the term and saying it's a right wing slur against the president that is disrespectful. And I just quoted that. Yes, it is disrespectful. I don't think a president of the United States, should, uh, no one should call us shout out the F word and with a president's name in the back. It is disgraceful. It was disgraceful when Trump when they did it to Trump. Isaac, you just said stadiums love Donald Trump and they went ahead and they praised him. Well, yes, they did. But the mainstream media and the actors, liberal activists on the left did not. If this is so bad, the left should go ahead and criticize um, Miss Griffin, Kathy Griffin. Well, who's that? Well, that is the comedian that thought it would be funny to go ahead and replicate Donald Trump's head cut off and her holding it up. Mainstream media said it was disturbing, but the mainstream media did not go ahead and condemn her. As a matter of fact, the mainstream media was trying to say, hey, this is comedian. This is a comedian. She's just playing. She don't really mean what she says. Or what about all the actors that went in front of the Emmys and the Grammys and all the other big time shows that gets awards for not being funny or not being popular? And these actors going up and said, I shouldn't say this, but F Donald Trump. But folks, that's fine. But now that the right, yes, they started off wrong by saying F Joe Biden, which I do disagree with. But they put it in a more friendly, family friendly term like let's go Brandon to voice their frustration. 
And now the left wants to go ahead and call out the right and say this is hypocrisy. This isn't uh, this isn't respecting the president of the United States because we we say let's go Brandon. And somebody had the gall to go ahead and call the president and tell him let's go Brandon. The media wants to rip them, but they were not ripping uh, Kathy Griffin. They weren't ripping the actors that were disgracing Donald J. Trump. But, hey, we're going to go ahead and disgrace the conservatives and the people that are frustrated and using the phrase, let's go, Brandon, to express their anger and frustration. Folks, I don't, I don't think I have to explain the hypocrisy of this. I, I, and then, then there's some on the left. I have to. You see, it's okay for the left to go ahead and criticize a right-leaning Republican president. But us as conservatives and the people of the United States cannot, I repeat, cannot criticize their golden calf, Joe Biden. We can't go ahead and tell of the wrong that he's doing. See, folks, it's okay. I'm going to use my industry where I'm at right here, podcasting. It's okay for the left to have podcasts. It's okay for the left to use the media for their advantage and to cut down Republicans like Ted Cruz, like Donald Trump, like Jim Jordan. It's okay, but us on the right, if we come out on a platform like Anchor or Google or Spotify or Rumble or YouTube and criticize, we are banned. I saw earlier today that uh, Taylor uh, Taylor Green, the congressman that was voted in Alabama by the people of Alabama, has been has been suspended from Twitter. But we still have the spokesman for Al-Qaeda still on Twitter tweeting out things that's anti-American. Folks, do you see what I'm talking about right here? Like I said, the president of the United States even said the phrase, let's go, Brandon. I was having some technical difficulties. I was going to show the video, but unfortunately, my technology is not working tonight. My monitors and stuff. But folks, can you just just think of this, folks, as a little bit of time I got left. Dan Rather came out the closet to talk about this, said we can't handle the truth. That's why we're quoting. Let's go, Brandon. Let's go. Brandon does not have nothing to do with the truth. The truth is that Biden is hurting America. We're going to talk about his economical plan later on. Along with COVID, because COVID is spiking right now. We're going to talk all about that later. But ladies and gentlemen, the left can't, 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 can't believe in their terms that we are using right-wing slurs. And, is di- and we're disrespecting the president of the United States. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to make a statement right here. And if this gets back to the president's ears, this will be great. I would love to sit down with President Joe Biden and have an interview with him. I doubt he would. Because you see, folks, I say, let's go, Brandon. So 
But if I would ever have an interview with a president of the United States or if I ever get close to a president of the United States, I will respect that man or that woman with the uttermost respect. I cannot stand Kamala Harris, but if something would happen, I would meet Kamala Harris. I would go ahead and respect Kamala Harris as the VP. At the same time, let's even go back and let's go a little step further. My governor, John Bell Edwards, I called him Dumbbell on the air. But if Joe, if uh, John Bell would call me and say, would I, can I have a conversation with you? I would treat that man with the most respect because he is a leader of my state. But for us to make phrases like, let's go Brandon. And they're saying that is disrespectful. No. You on the left, I think that that is disrespectful. You're telling me you're a hypocrite because you probably agreed nine out of 10 with Kathy Griffin holding a sovereign head of Donald J. Trump, a dummy sovereign head of Donald J. Trump. Or you probably thought it was funny that people on the, the left that makes movies and gets our directors making the quote F. Donald Trump and thought it was funny. And you would even make the same excuse saying he deserves that because how he messed up this country. Joe Biden has a crisis at the border, has a crisis on the supply chain, has an inflation crisis and everything under the sun. Donald Trump had mean tweets. That's why they didn't like him. That's why the world is saying, let's go, Brandon. It's not that we can't handle the truth. We know the truth. That's why we're saying it. I'll be right back after this short message from Hayes' Dump Truck Service. For delivering material to a job site, Acadiana uses Hayes Dump Truck Services. Since 2011, Hayes has been moving heaven and earth to job sites all over Acadiana with their top-of-the-line dump trucks. Whether it's a huge landscaping job or a pre-construction site, Hayes has the manpower and equipment to move the materials fast, fast. You call, we haul. Dirt, compost, gravel, topsoil, fill sand, and limestone. Call Hayes right now, 852-8043. Hayes Dump Truck Services, where Jesus is Lord of this company. Second segment of the Cajun Conservative Show. Having fun in here tonight. Taking a, um, a late night to record tonight. Had a lot of stuff going on today. And uh, they no big deal. Though it's they, the beginning of the year. Beginning of the year and getting ready for everything. Um, guys, I'm going to keep talking about the hypocrisy in a second, but... We can't handle the truth. That's what the left says. That's what that's what Dan Rather says. We just can't handle the truth. You know, folks, CNN hasn't been really doing a good job reporting on the border crisis. They haven't really been doing a good job on the supply chain. And on the inflation, of course, CNN is not really. They're doing everything in their power to protect 
their big stars from sex scandals are trying to cut down Ron DeSantis. I, I seen a report, I think it was earlier today, maybe earlier today, maybe yesterday, something like that. That there the the two of the two big states are seeing surges in COVID or the Octoman variant uh, surge. One was in New York and the other was in uh, Florida. And, and they're, they're using that. Oh, look, Florida's free and they don't use, they don't have mass mandate. Look, they're soaring. Ladies and gentlemen, if my prediction is right, I think within a week is going to start going down. Because we're in the, in, um, I, I've shared this on my Facebook page already about how some of the five symptoms are the same as the common cold. And it's the same thing. And look, I'm not saying COVID-19 is a cold. I'm not saying COVID-19 is a flu. I'm not saying all that. It's just, it's kind of funny how there's a lot of similarities between this. But CNN is shooting down, is trying to shoot down some of the most prominent GOP candidates out there. And they're trying to make the Republicans look bad. And they're trying to, they're still trying to say that the, the last election, the 2020 election was the most fairest elections out there. Um, who can't handle the truth? Who don't report the truth? Just think about that, Dan Rather. Um, it just, <laughs> all right, moving on, talking about COVID-19. Let's talk about this. Um, so President Joe Biden sent waves Tuesday afternoon. I believe it's Tuesday. Let me go look at my dates on my notes. Uh, yeah, it was Tuesday. Um, what? Yeah, Tuesday uh, afternoon. Oh, talking about that, before I move on to that, there's a report out there that more Democrats are retiring from Congress than ever before. Don't you remember when the 2020 election happened? Just I know this is thought out of my head. Um, the 2020 election, when all them Republicans were quitting, and everybody was saying, oh, my goodness, this proves that Donald Trump is in light. This proves that Donald Trump is not good. This proves look, all these Republicans don't want to go ahead and vote with Trump. Um, what's their excuse now? Why all these Democrats are retiring? Uh, I don't think they I don't think they know. I, they, they probably have a good idea. They're not going to win. I'm just throwing out there. Anyway, uh, Tuesday, uh, the 28th of December 21. I got to say that um, Biden sent some shockwaves going through the states. And this is from Fox News, I, majority Fox News, Daily Wire, Daily Caller and other things like that. But um, Biden, after claiming no federal solution to COVID-19 pandemic, boasts about federal plan. What's this talking about? Well, early in the week, well, on Tuesday, President Joe Biden had a a, um, a press conference. Well, I say, hold on, hold on. He just has a press release. He don't do press conference because he don't. Act, they don't ask him questions. But Biden tweeted on Tuesday that his administration was behind every governor across the United the U.S. as they combat the corona uh, coronavirus pandemic and bragged about a federal plan addressed to growing the oct- through the growing octomus surge. And this is what Biden said. My administration has backed, uh, has the back of every governor fighting COVID-19 in their state. Biden tweeted last week. I rolled out a federal plan to tackle Octoman by adding vaccine and boosted capacity, hospital equipment, staff, and more. But on Monday, 
Biden said that there wasn't a solution by the federal government to end the nearly two-year pandemic in response to the Arkansas Republican governor, Asa Hutchinson, warning the president against letting federal solutions stand in the way of state solutions. Oh, wait, wait, hold on. Wait, what? Now, this was Tuesday that he tweeted this because he, he stepped in some hot water, folks. Why am I saying he stepped in hot water? And look, this show is, if I had to name this show, I might even name it this. Um, by uh, Biden showing hypocrisy or Democrats showing hypocrisy, something of that nature. Apparently, the, the term, the, the, the theme around this first show is talking about hypocrisy. Why am I saying that? Because Joe Biden said on Monday that there wasn't a solution by the federal government to end the nearly two-year pandemic. Really? Now, why is this this upset? Why this upset me when I first read about it? Because, see, folks, when the pandemic first hit our shores in 2019, first off, the Democrats said that it was racist for Biden to go ahead and stop traveling, stop travels, or stop uh, close the um, uh, stopping travelers from coming in from COVID nineteen stations. Don't you remember that Nancy Pelosi was in um, uh, in San Francisco Chinatown and walking around saying, "Oh, there's no problem with the coronavirus. Oh, they got love. The only reason Trump is doing this is because they're racist. He's a racist, you know." Well, when the pandemic started spiking, they wanted everybody to, to not remember they said that. And they started telling President uh, Donald Trump, not Biden, President. Uh, yeah, she went around saying Trump was a racist. I had to correct my own self. Um, but even Joe Biden was like, if I was president, I would end this like that. Me and Barack had the swine flu and we took care of that. No problem. If I was in office like that. I would get rid of it. Well, Biden's been in pre- been the president now for a year, and I'm about to get into that. But, um, but when Trump was in there, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, and all the radical Democrats on the left, including Joe Biden, was saying how he should step in and he should shut down the economy and he should step into these states and shut down schools and he should have done all this. He he should have used his thumb as the president of the United States to squash down the states and and stop this virus. If you remember, Donald Trump said, no, I'm going to let the states take care of it. And that was a right call. Did all states do right? No, because you have California, New York, uh, their governors, Gavin Newsom. And um, at the time, the disgrace, Andrew Cuomo was governors. And Andrew Cuomo put people in the nursing homes to die. Basically, you don't hear about that. All you hear about is this sexual scandal. See, um, it's, it, the sexual scandal looks a little bit better than um, putting old people in the nursing homes and just letting them die of the coronavirus and getting everybody else sick in there. But anyway, Andrew Cuomo and Gavin Newsom, they, they didn't run their states very well, but you had governors like Greg Abbott and Ron DeSantis, and you might ask, well, you get Louisiana, how did that work out? No, it did not work out well. Um, I... Don't get me started on John Bell Edwards, but Donald Trump let the state governors run their job, do what they needed to do. And I think that was right. But according to the left, that was a wrong solution because, see, the government, the, the, the federal government has all the answers. 
The federal government uh, can fix anything and everything that it wants to put in this. It, it's gonna, it can fix it. You know, they show the problem, even the ones that they they started, like Joe Biden with the gas prices. You know, um, going back to the last segment, when people say, "Oh, you're disrespecting the president because of the little stickers," and he said, "I did that." He did. He 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 started this problem. Now he's trying to find a solution to fix his own problem. <laughs> Do what you stop doing. That's, that's, that's basically the start of it. But no, he's going to fix it anyway. Um, Jason Rabbit's right there. But no, but the the, Fed, um, the Democrats were saying that Trump should have went ahead and Trump should have uh, enforced his power as the president of the United States to force states to do things. And Trump was saying, I'm not doing that. Trump did right. But now that President Joe Biden is in office, remember, he said when Trump was running and him was running, if if I was president like that, I'll stop the virus. I'll stop it. There's no reason why all these people should have died. CNN, that, that CNN and Fox News and all of them had the daily COVID count. They don't have that no more, folks. Remember, Tucker Carlson reported last uh, late in 2021 that 2021 had more deaths of COVID-19 than 2020 under the Biden administration. You don't see any CNN with a uh, with a count. And I want to ask who's to blame for all those deaths in 2021 for COVID-19. It can't be Trump because Trump's not there. But, you know, they don't nobody thinks it's Biden because by the media covers his rear end. Anyway, so but but going back to, you know, um, this 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 issue on Monday and Tuesday, Joe Biden said, oh, there ain't no federal solution to this problem. Wait, what? Now, of course, you didn't hear the mainstream media talk about that. You didn't hear the mainstream media talk about how Joe Biden talked two ends out of his face because he's going to let the states take care of it. Now, folks, he's doing something that Donald Trump did. Um, where's all the reports that he is wrong? Where's all the reports that saying that Joe Biden is making a mistake and he's not using now he backtracked it, of course, because I think it was on Wednesday. He revealed another plan saying, look, this is my favorite response to the COVID-19. See, he stepped, he stepped in the mud where he shouldn't have stepped. He, you know, he, 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 he started digging a hole when he was in the middle of the hole and he dug too much to where he couldn't get out. But of course, you didn't hear nothing on the media about how bad this is. It's bad that a president of the United States is going to let the states lead in this Octoman variant. Now, if I, if, if I, all fair, all, all fairness, if Biden really does, see, he backtracked, and this ain't this ain't in normal. Every time he gets himself in a pickle, he backtracks to where he falls more in line with the right uh, with the left. But if Joe Biden says, "Hey, I'm gonna let the states do it," he's right on that call. But folks, see, he back he backtracked himself because the people on the right, like myself, and hopefully the people that are listening to this podcast, remember. This and we call out the hypocrisy of this. We call out the hypocrisy of the left because remember, the left said that this was wrong to let the states determine the response to the Octoman variant. But the president of the United States now is saying, hey, there is no there is no federal solution to this. Now, all of a sudden. 
he had to make a plan and had to backtrack. No, we do have a plan for the Octoman variant. Because you see, folks, like I said, this shows that he's backtracking. Um, a Fox News panel mocked Biden for giving up on a federal COVID plan. I don't know if he meant to say that. Biden, after claiming no federal solution to COVID-19 pandemic, boasts about federal plan. This comes from Fox News as well. And I believe this was, uh, yeah, this was a couple of days ago. Oh, that's the same article. Okay. But uh, yeah, so President Joe Biden now saying, well, uh, we got, I got a plan. I got a federal plan. See, but he had to backtrack what he said. The reason he had to backtrack what he said is because, like I said, conservatives called him out. Conservatives call them and look, folks. I, I I I look at all situations, okay. And like I just said, if I would be wrong if I say well, President Biden isn't right. No, he should let the states determine how to deal with this Octoman variant. But this is a man. Now look, this is the second variant that has come out, and it's no better. The vaccine situation: sixty uh, percent of Americans have gotten the vaccine. Now they're pushing a booster shot because people are still getting sick, and the vaccine isn't working. All of a sudden, now look, Biden. Biden is pushing the vaccine, but Biden wasn't the one that started it. It was Donald Trump. Just telling you, Donald Trump pushed it through. But like I said, to be fair, I agreed when Trump did it, that Trump was pushing um, that the states determine what to do to shut down and everything like that. And like I said, Biden, if Biden would say hold to the word, I would have to agree with him on that as well. But I like calling out the hypocrisy, folks. The hypocrisies of this president, the, the hypocrisy is it, it, at if, if it was at a scale from one to ten, he's past eleven. It just it just don't make no sense because now he's back to oh, I got a federal plan. I got a federal plan. The federal government is going to fix it. Cause remember, I said I will stop it like that. The first two months I'm in office, I, I'm, I'm not, I don't know if he said that, but I'm just saying the first couple of months I'm in office, there won't be no more coronavirus. And now it's starting to spread again. I'll be right back after this short message from Scott Ford from the Scott Ford Show. How you doing, everyone? Isaac here, and I'm here to tell you about the Scott Ford Show on YouTube. I know Scott personally. He's a true blue, red-hot conservative. Talking about current world events, but just not telling you about the world events. He's giving you a God on his opinion of what's going on. So today, go ahead and check out the Scott Ford Show on YouTube. Since I've told you, next time I see you, I'm going to ask you, did you watch the Scott Ford Show? If you say yes, I'm going to give you a thumbs up with a big smile. If not, I'm going to look at you weird and say, why are you not watching the Scott Ford Show? So go check out the Scott Ford Show today on YouTube. You will not be disappointed. Guys, welcome back to the third and final segment 
of the show today. Uh, first show of the week, I think, is pretty good. I'm on fire today. So, all right. So, I got to, I, folks. You know, I, we should let the federal government take care of the coronavirus issue in the Octomet variant. Environment, uh, variant. Isaac, what are you talking about? Well, we got to do it. If, if we don't do it for the people, we got to do it for the animal kingdom. See, folks, maybe that's why Joe Biden, and like I talked about the last segment, had to backtrack and he had to talk about a federal plan to get, um, to, to get, to, to, to help the states get their problems with the Octomer variant on the, on the way. Oh, this is all a sarcasm, by the way. I don't want you to fall on your, like, man, what happened between segment two and segment three? Huh? What happened? Um, no, but, um, no, man, for the, man, we, we, look, and we got to get this COVID thing under control, folks. You know, I just, I'm going to start talking like the left right here because not, not for mankind, folks, you know, not, not for mankind, for the animal kingdom. What you talking about? <laughs> uh, so I got this story in, uh, Thursday and unfortunately I had a good friend that passed away in the great state of Mississippi and, um, all to his friends and condolences, uh, all his friends and family, the condolences on the air, um, uh, good brother in the Lord. And, uh, we had, we had to go out there on Monday morning, not Monday morning, Thursday morning. We was going to the funeral and, uh, you have a two hour ride. So I <laughs> had nothing else to do, but look at the news. But anyway, uh, so we were on our way to my friend's, uh, wake and funeral and, I get this. I get this article. I'm looking on Facebook, and I get this article by KTC3, a local news organization around here. And um, like I said, folks, we have to get this thing on the way, not because of mankind, not because of the people, but because of the animal kingdom. Because apparently, three lions at the New Orleans Zoo has tested positive for COVID-19. That's right, folks. Three African lions at the Abado Zoo, I, I hope I said that right, in New Orleans, have tested positive for the virus that caused COVID-19, zoo officials said on Wednesday. Last week, staff noticed that lions were coughing and had nasal discharge. They were sneezing. And nasal and uh, fetal samples were collected for Three symptoms lines at the Louisiana Animal Disease the Diagnostic Laboratory in Baton Rouge, and the test has confirmed the presence of SCARF COV slash two for lions, and they say their names. The zoo is in the process of testing the the three other lions. Officials say all lions have a normal appear. and appeared to be doing well and are showing few symptoms besides coughing, sneezing, and nasal discharge. They're currently being quarantined in their inhabitation, which, remain, which remains open. Additional barricades have been added in front of the exhibit to further distance guests out of the, uh, abundance, uh, the uh, auditorium of uh, abundance of caution. Ladies and gentlemen... Which lion did not have their masks on? <laughs> Which lion did not get their COVID-19 shot? Which lion? How did the government not know about this? Which? This is outrageous. Later on in that arg- uh, article, they were worried about the gorillas. 
They said the gorilla. Let me see. Uh, the zoo began administration on animals COVID vaccine to gorillas. See, the gorillas heard about the vaccine, so they had to go get it. <laughs> Hold on, folks. This ain't the only thing. You know, um, um, first off, I'd like to know the human. It had to be a trainer that walked in there and did, went, didn't stay six feet away from the lions. I know it wasn't a guest at the zoo. This partner right here, don't go any close. Don't go close to no lion. I don't care where they at. The only the only time I'll get close to a lion is be a dead one. And even that, that's like snakes. I don't like snakes, folks. I don't like snakes whatsoever. Even when I, if it's a dead snake, I try to stay away. But, but ladies and gentlemen, we, and gorillas, of course, the gorillas got the memo and they went to the vaccination section and said, hey, jab me right here. And like I said, folks, it, it isn't just it just isn't lions and gorillas in Louisiana. Apparently, I think it's kangaroos in Mississippi. In a zoo or whatever or something like that. There's some animal in Mississippi. I, I just I folks. I laughed. This was funny. I was killing myself laughing. Um, I've shared this on Facebook and a lot of my audience came out and said, I wonder who was the guy that, that gave the swab test to the lion. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the whole point of this story before I get into more urgent issues at hand. The mainstream media is worried about three lions and some gorillas and possibly some kangaroos and some other all uh, part of the other animal kingdom. But we have people out there that are just are, are asking the question or thinking are pondering the question in their head. Should I get an abortion? We had 62 million babies die in, just in America. You don't unless it's a right wing article or something. You don't hear the stories about that. But you're going to get a new you're going to get a, a, a nation a statewide and nationwide story. Of three poor lions catching the coronavirus or having the virus that led to coronavirus. Doesn't that sound sad? In my humble opinion, I'm just I'm just saying, but three lions caught the coronavirus. Now, look, hey, they don't have to worry about this ignorant Cajun not going close. I ain't going close to them lions. But anyway, but that's okay. President Joe Biden said he's going to let the states take care of it. And uh, Contrell from New Orleans, I know that's Laura the Destroyer. That's who it is. She's going to she's going to take care of them lions. She's going to go ahead and throw them a fine too, and say, "Hey, you can't go to restaurants and eat. You can't. Yay! If somebody comes throw you a steak, you got. Oh, I'm sick. Move away. Anyway, all right, guys. So we're going to talk about uh, some more of Joe Biden's um, statements this week because. Uh, it was the end of the year, folks, and the end of the year is where a lot of these politicians say, well, we did this, we did that, we did this, well, you know, we helped out here, we helped out there. The bad thing about that is, though, folks, um, Joe Biden is trying to take credit for a, a growing economy that isn't growing. Why do I say that? Well, Joe Biden this week has come out and said, um, crit, um, let me go ahead and look for his statement. Yeah. He, um, Joe Biden made this statement, I believe on Twitter. 
We're ending 2021 with one one analysis described as the strongest first year economy track record of any president in the last 50 years. Biden said on Twitter Wednesday, let's keep this progress going. Um, um, there, there's an issue though, Mr. President, the economy is not growing. Um, the economy is not good at all. Now I can, I'm going to tell you this folks, the, the liberals will come out and say, well, the economy is growing. Don't you know that the unemployment rate has dropped over the last couple of months and people are going back to work and we have created more jobs than any administration out there. Well, there is a reason why you're getting all this job creation because in 2020 you for the government in a lot of states forced people to shut down because of the coronavirus. Now that it, it impacted more of the restaurants and the bar industries, but you had more people, you had people laid off or they had to quit or because of COVID-19. Now then jobs are coming back and they're hiring again, all these jobs and they're calling this job creation. This isn't job creation, folks. This is jobs that were there that was taken away from the federal government because of COVID-19 and it's coming back. So liberals, that's the only stat that liberals can say, well, this is better than job growth. In this article that was done by Fox News, uh, which was written by uh, Michael Lee by uh, Fox, but Biden failed to, uh, to say which analysis made the claim leading to some users to mock the president's claim in response. And then they have pictures or, and stuff like that. But Biden made a similar claim in a speech two weeks ago, again, failing to name the analysts. And at the end of 2021, with what, uh, with what one analyst described as the strongest first-year economic track record of any president in the last 50 years, nearly 6 million jobs, and recorded number for a, a record a record number for a new president because of my staff, my cabinet unemployment rate is down 4.2 percent, three years ahead of prediction time, and would take to get to that number. Biden said during a speech. Now, folks, I just made that claim. I just said, see, folks, they're trying to say we're having a strong economy because the employment rate is at 4.2 percent. And that he, he has created more jobs than any president in the last 50 years. Which isn't just, like I just explained why, because of COVID-19. But folks, uh, and I've been mentioning this throughout the whole show tonight, or to and today, they're not mentioning about the border crisis, where almost 2 million illegal immigrants passed this year alone. I read an article the other day where they said that the G, uh, the GDP because of the new optimum variant var, uh, variant is probably going to go from 2.2 to 5.2. That's a 3% raise in the GDP. Um, he's not going to mention the fact that Christmas, Thanksgiving and New Year's Eve was some of the most record high in spending because a $20 turkey was going for $50 this time last year. We also got to look at the gas prices as the gas prices has gone up from $1.82 on average to almost $4 a gallon on average. 
Is that a good economy? We also had uh, people worried about inflation. We talked about the Build Back Better plan last week and how Joe Manchin, one of the reasons Joe Manchin said he is voting no is because it's going to raise the inflation and it's going to hurt the American people. Ladies and gentlemen, this president does not have anything to really brag on except one thing, and that is the infrastructure plan that he lied to the American people and he lied to rhino Republicans, but he really couldn't lie to them because they were part in writing it. One was including Bill Cassidy. And look, as a Louisiana man, if you're listening from the state of Louisiana, I'm not going to let you forget about Bill Cassidy. I will mention Bill Cassidy as much as I can until that nut is out of office. Yes, he has done great things for the state of Louisiana, but that was a dummy move. And because of his dummy move, he almost had we almost had the Build Back Better plan because the Democrats scheme to add that on to the infrastructure plan to where they only needed 50 votes. Well, 51 votes. And thank goodness Joe Manchin has so far has kept his word and shot this out of the water. But there's only one plan that the, the, uh, the president of the United States can brag on, and that's infrastructure. Which isn't that great of a plan. And if if I what I've read is correct, it's going to hurt the this country. It's not going to help. But the president of the United States is trying his hardest to go ahead and say that this economy is growing. There is um, I'm trying to find it. Uh, which one was the analysis? Great pre, uh, price acts along uh, long images. Ver- okay, no, that's not it. Yeah, look what I was talking about earlier. This, um, when I say it was four point five point two to two point two, um, according to the Wall Street Journal, Mooney analysis chief economic uh, economist Mark Zindu downgraded his first quarter GDP prediction for the United States from five point two to two point two. So I had it backwards. As he could see the economic, uh, economic da- uh, damage mounting going to the first quarter. Meanwhile, Larry Summers, who worked, and this is from the Daily Wire, by the way, as Treasury Secretary under the Clinton administration and National Economical Council Director under the Biden administration, said during an interview with Bloomberg that the Federal Reserve recent um, monotone policy taper came far too late and shares fear that the United States has uh, produced a inflation a- environment that will require a recession to escape. Now, ladies and gentlemen, um, is this the sound of a good economy? Just bringing that out. No, but back to what I was saying, though, folks, Biden at the end of the year really don't have nothing to brag on. And that's what he's trying to do. He's trying to brag and try to say he did something in his first year when in reality he didn't really do that much. And, and this is this is going for 2022 as well. See, he has to make this claim that the economy is growing, which it isn't. Uh, because of the midterm elections. I mentioned it earlier that more Democrats are, are retiring from Congress and the Senate than ever before. And they're not going to run again. Also, if you look at the last two elections, this proves that this Biden isn't doing that good of a job. I had a poll. Um, I had a news article that said that for the first time, Kamala Harris passed Joe Biden approval. 
which is pretty shocking because Kamala Harris. Let me see where I can find that uh, that poll. Um, yeah, Biden approval rating falls below Kamala Harris for the first time. That's from the Daily Wire. Folks, when Kamala Harris is more popular than Joe Biden, we're in trouble. But, ladies and gentlemen, this this, this, shouldn't, this shouldn't surprise you. This shouldn't surprise me that Democrats are trying to trying to say that that everything's going well when everything's going good. Remember, these are the people that said these are peacefully protesters that are going on while buildings were burning in the back of reporters. On the last note for tonight, I want to go ahead and before I end this, uh, I started the intro music, but I want to go ahead and end this on a positive note before we roll out. Remember that this is a new year. I don't do New Year's resolutions. I never kept them. And um, I just want to tell everybody that how we make 2020 better is focusing on the Lord Jesus Christ to begin with. And looking for a brighter day my 2022 i'm praying that the lord bless this podcast bless brothers just searching bless my friends and bless my family and i'm looking for great things in 2022 so keep your head up don't lose heart remember greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world remember jesus christ is coming back one day and he's coming back soon you need to be ready because it is getting close I want to thank you for listening to the Cajun Conservative as we start off 2022 right. Getting the news of the day onto the side. So be blessed, be encouraged. Remember to listen to Brothers Just Searching on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Go look up our merchandise, uh, BJS Media Store. Go check out Cajun Conservative, um, Cajun Conservative Show at WordPress.com. Also go check out our Facebook page, the Cajun Conservative Show. And next, until next week, be blessed, be encouraged. And I'll see you real soon. Have a great 2022.